Hey loves, this is Ashley Angelina, your favorite host on the East Coast, and welcome back to another episode of Black, Bold, and Beautiful. On today's show, we will be interviewing the one and only T.P. Miller, who is a comedian down in Miami, who is definitely doing his thing. Listen as he tells us how he was inspired to get into comedy, but also what pushed him back to comedy when he felt like giving up. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get you over to your episode. Enjoy! Hey loves, it's Ashley Angelina, your favorite host on the East Coast, and welcome back to another episode of Black, Bold, and Beautiful. On today's show, I'll be joined by T.P. Miller. Listen, this guy is hot, he's doing his thing, he's hilarious, he's a comedian. If you're not following him on Instagram, you sleep. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. How you doing, man? Yes, sir. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Can't complain. I thank you for agreeing to do the podcast for me. No, nah, no problem. Anytime, anytime, man. It's long overdue. <laughs> yeah, we done ran into some issues, but we're going to make it happen. <laughs> yes, yes. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. Now, um, I know that you are from Miami, right? Yeah, I'm from Miami. All right, all right. So, um, what's that like, just you growing up there? You gotta live. You gotta uh, learn stuff fast. Yeah. Gotta do it fast. Mm-hmm. You gotta move fast. It's a fast city. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I came there. I lived down in uh, uh, St. Lucie County, and I came down okay. to see my aunt. She lives that way. That traffic there is ridiculous. I don't yeah, know how y'all do it. I'm used to it. I, I don't even know. I'm used to it. It's just, it's a it's a busy city. There's always something going on all the time down every time. Listen, I literally had a headache when I got off the freeway. I didn't know what to do. I just wanted to relax. I was like, I, I can't. Mine's like, you went to the store. I was like, nah, baby. Not right now. My mind's still trying to catch up. Because y'all right, traffic right. and our traffic is two different types. And uh, real. mentally, real I wasn't ready. You know, I wasn't ready mentally. Yeah, it's real traffic. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, in living in... You know, uh, Miami. Like, what life lessons have you learned just in, in t- growing into your adulthood? Um, independent. You gotta be independent, down right? Because um, nobody, nobody gonna give it to you. Like your mama gave it to you when you was little. So you gotta be independent. You gotta know what you're doing. Right. You gotta be confident. You gotta be really confident in what you do. And um, I learned. I learned to be confident in what I do. And I learned to be independent in what I do. And not ask nobody to, you know, hey, you mind helping me get my... No, everything was independent. And, you know, just being consistent with my life and my career. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, um, I've always wondered, you know, like what the upbringing there was. Because I know that you guys are faster than most of the rest of Florida, uh, of course. Um, But um, I just find that people that I know personally the, the who were ra- who were raised down in like Miami, Belle Glade, places like that. Like they just have a different swag about them. You know, you know they're from Florida, but it's different when you're from that part of Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah, yeah, point yeah. them out. It's like you guys are more advanced in some level um areas, you know, um style wise, music wise, stuff like that, dance wise, you know, you guys are more advanced in a sense. Than some of the people in Florida, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I always wonder what it was like for people who lived there, like what the upbringing was like. It's, it, yeah, man. it's just it's real fast. <laughs> yeah, it's real fast. Yeah, and I think that's too why a lot of people that you run into from that, like down south, um, they're so mature 
for the age. Um, because, yeah. you know, they have to grow up quickly. You know, here, we ride the, you know, public school bus, da-da-da. But there, I know you guys have to, like, hop trains, get on this bus, you know, da-da-da. And you have to grow up really fast, you know, and be really mature because, you know, y'all got a lot of, y'all have to do a lot of uh, things that we didn't have to do. Because we, we just rode a public bus, took us to the bus stop, we walked home. It wasn't no catching the train, then you got to catch another train to catch a bus. You know, it, it wasn't none of that. So, yeah. It's a different type. Yeah, right. A different type of Florida, definitely. Yeah, different lifestyle down here. Yeah. Different. Yeah, but you guys got some, listen, some real dope people that come from down there. I'm going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that, definitely. Now, what's one thing you love about what you do? Um, One thing I love about what I do is making people smile and laugh. Making people feel good. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm medicine. Like, um, TP Quill, not Nike Quill, but TP Quill. Right. And uh, I love I make it. people happy. I change the mood. Mm-hmm. I change the mood on people. Um, you know how they feeling. And I just love making people smile, making people laugh, just making people feel good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, let me tell you. Let me commend you. You do your thing because you definitely make me feel good. You know. Um, I appreciate it. You know your videos. You know they are hilarious. Like for no reason. <laughs> Thank you. And I look at his your videos. I'm like, this man's stupid here, boy. Like. You know, he come up with some, you come up with good skits, and I love that you, and majority of your skits, you use yourself. You know what I'm saying? And it it shows how much talent you have when you can play multiple roles and be convincing in it. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, you you do your thing in that, definitely. Your skits are amazing. They are amazing. Thank you, thank you. Now, thank you so much. Now, I know that um, I read, I'm not sure if it's. I'm pretty sure I read that your grandmother passed away. What what type of effect did that have on your career? Man, I, I wanted to just give up. Mm-hmm. I was done. I yeah. Was done. Yeah, that's grandma. That's the anchor. Yeah, I was, I was done. I ain't want to do nothing. I ain't want to say nothing. I ain't want to talk to nobody. I just was done. I wanted to stop the career. I wanted to stop the whole... Um, the whole comedy thing like I want to stop all that but she was my, like she raised me mm-hmm. I lived with my grandma all my life okay my mom was always on the road mm-hmm. doing shows Broadway stuff like that alright mama dad, come through now yeah, my dad he was always working and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I lived with my grandma my grandma was always in church she was always going to church and always doing church right. so everywhere my grandma was I was yeah. and um, when she when she passed away it was um it was it was, I just, I wanted to stop. I didn't want to do videos no more. I didn't want to do none of that no more. But, you know, with seeing her support me mm-hmm. and her being my number one fan, um, I could only imagine what she was saying, what she would say to me if I did that. Right. So, so I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't, I stopped for like two months though. I stopped recording for like two months. Mm-hmm. And I just had to get myself together. Yeah. And um, after I got myself together, I just started, you know, going back to what I used to do. Because my, my own B character is my grandma. Okay. Like, that's okay. my grandma before she started going to church. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so with that, you know, that, that Mama B character is my grandma. So it's kind of hard to do um, Mama B, Mama B, yeah. do Mama B and, you know, think about my grandma at the same time. Yeah. everything she say, I'm saying, like, like, you know how your mama be like, oh, I only got a dollar. Oh, you, you only got a dollar lot. Like, pew, right. like, black people just make up stuff. I yeah. Know, uh, like, I never heard that in my life. Yeah. But it makes sense when they say it. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah. when I do that, um, you know, it was just reminding me of her, and it just, you know, I don't want to say it discouraged me, but it just, I think it made me better, and made me tougher, it made me 
step up. Because yeah. everything, I can I can blow a balloon. And my grandma, oh my God, that balloon is so beautiful that you blew. Right. She was, like, she was, <laughs> That's always, she was always in my ear. Yeah. She was always pushing me to do better. And the night before she died, I actually went to a comedy show. Mm-hmm. I went to a comedy show to see um, Martin Lawrence and Ricky Smiley and stuff like that. I had um, pastors see them. And she told me, she said, listen, um, you're going to be on that stage one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a like a like a regular conversation. Like, okay, mom. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm gonna be on the stage one day. I get you. All right. <laughs> All right. right. Good night. Go to sleep. She was going to sleep, and she woke because she she passed away in her sleep. Okay. So um, when she told me that, I was like, okay, whatever. And then next morning, like when I'm hearing my granddad, you know, calling nine one one stuff like that, I'm like, bro, like, did she know? Like, you know, did she like what? What's going on? So yeah. my purpose is to get on that stage, like she said. And I'm going to get on stage, like she said, so... You on your way, that's man. That's what we're going to do. You on yeah, your way. Yeah, 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 You on your way, definitely. First off, my condolences. Um, I know what it's like to lose a grandmother because I lost mine as well. And I know that yeah. takes a big chunk out of your heart. You know, like you said, grandma going to... Nobody else to your home. Grandma going to say, baby, that's the best right. thing I don't ever seen. No, it look a hot mess. look like hot piss of grits. But right. grandma going to make you feel good about it, okay? She going to hang it up right. and be proud about her little raggly picture. But... That's just grandma. So I definitely, you know, I understand where you're coming from, and I'm glad you did not stop. I'm glad that you took a break, though. You took a break to get yeah. your head together. And, you know, some people feel like, oh, I can't stop, can't stop, can't stop. But you either going to take a mental break or the mental break going to take you. But it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen. You got to do it right. <laughs> right, right. Because if not, you can't go further. You can't go and do what, you know, it was set out for you to do. Because mentally, you fighting these battles of stuff that you never, ever dealt with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm down for it. I hear you. Now, being from 305, what trials have you uh, encountered as a young black male? And how have they rounded you being the man you are today? Um, oh, I was, I was always in church. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't really get in trouble. Like, <laughs> I just was always in church, at church, Monday through, Monday through Sunday. And, um... And I was always in church, but it raised me to be, you know, a respectable, respectable young man, right. uh, uh, manable young man. Just, just not being stupid. Yeah. Not walking around my pants, sagging, not cussing people out, not being disrespectful in front of elders and stuff like that. Right. So it made, it made me be a better man who I am today. Yeah. Instead of being on the streets, stuff like that. Yeah, church does that to you. Um, I know you know you get thankful for, like I said, having a grandmother who has you in church. I mean, as a kid, you like ah, dog, grandma. We just left church. You yeah, know, we just left prayer. Like, now you want to go back. To, you want to go to service. Then we got to go back to night service. Then we got to get yeah. in the morning for Sunday service. Bible. Oh man, you doing too much. But now I just told him we need to move inside the church. Right. We always here. Right. But as an adult, I'm like I'm thankful for my grandmother's prayers. I'm I'm thankful for. You know, the example she set as far as God goes and just saying, you know, teaching me the way that goes and how to apply those things to my life. You know, so I'm thankful for that because that's one thing you can always, you know, hold on to when it comes to your grandparent. When you think about, you know, your relationship with God, you understand that, you know, this relationship with God all started with my grandmother dragging me to church, even though I didn't want to be there. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I mean... Seems like we got we got a little similar background a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, Not much, yeah. but a little bit, a little bit. Now how did you get into doing the comedy skits? Um, one day, um, I made a rhyme and I was like dressed up in the car robe, dancing um DJ Chipman, being I being I but I was like 
you know, like I was directing the choir. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it to the beat, being I, being I. And <laughs> I, well, I posted it. I, I didn't get no love on Vine. I just, like, let me make a video, put it on Vine. And yeah. I just, I just put it on Vine, and, like, I woke up, and my phone was dead on the charger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Why is my phone dead on the charger? And right. then when I eventually turned my phone on, <laughs> I had, like, over... <laughs> Like a whole, like I want to say over a thousand notifications. Okay. From Vine, Twitter, Instagram, and people was like retweeting it, revining it, and sharing it on, on Instagram. And people was like, "You need to keep doing skits because you're funny." And I'm like, "Okay," because my original character was Choir Boy. That's when I was just dancing in choir roles and mm. just being funny. And um, that's what I that's what I started with. That's what I started with. So when I started. Doing choir boy skits, people's like, "Oh my god, you so funny!" Blah blah, you know. And so I'm like, "Okay, cool. So let me just keep doing these skits and be funny." Mm-hmm. And then um, I think one day my homeboy called me. It was like, "Bro, like you need to change it up a little bit. Like the church skits funny, bro, but you got to be universal yeah. to the people. If people gotta understand you, because not everybody go to church, right, so right. not everybody gonna understand your joke, your um, your jokes." And that was um, one of my co- comedy brothers, Fat and Funny, that called me and told me that, and was like, "You need to, you know, switch it up." So I was still in the midst of trying to switch it up, but I did another church video and I did a video with the bun on my head and Mama B passed yeah. out in church, but huh? she wasn't Mama B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't Mama B. Yeah, she was just a lady that passed out with a bun on her head inside the church. Mm-hmm. And when I posted that video, um, like everybody was like, "Oh my God, the bun, the bun, oh my God, the bun, the bun." I'm like, okay, so this might be that character. This right. might be that person. Like this might be the person. Okay. All right, cool. So, um, I named her Mama B. Don't know where the B came from. I said it's Stanford for Bun. <laughs> it was. And, um, yeah. And, um, I did, I did, basically I did how mamas be. Like, how mamas always tripping, mamas always yelling, just being over the top. Yeah. And that's what, um, took it to the next level. And so, I'm like, yeah, I gotta do something new again. I gotta do something new again. I gotta figure it out, figure it out. And that's when I came up with the character Daddy B. Okay. I just named them B's because I just Mama B was Mama B and Daddy B was Daddy B, so I just said let everybody be a B. So I um I did that, and so when I did that, it took another turn because people was like, oh my God, you you doing videos with the whole family? Like everybody don't be raised with their father in the house or somebody not in the house, the mother or the father, somebody got to be in the house. But you doing a family oriented comedy skits on your Instagram, and it's like very surprising because people don't do families. Or you just get some Instagram. They do either the mama or the daddy. But right. me doing a mama, daddy, and me all in one video, it's like, dang, that's crazy. Like, you switching it up. So, uh, once I did that, I mean, I felt like I was going to another level. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I got to go harder. Like, okay, we got to get it like this. Okay, so we can rock like this. Right. Right. So, that's what that's what it, that's what happened with that, with those uh, characters and how they came about and how it all got started. Let me tell you, you came up with the gold mine, man. You was you that was genius, definitely genius, because your following is crazy. Yeah, and, I um, listen, I, when I ran across you, I, I made sure that I followed you just so I can get your videos, and I go through and look at the you know the ones that I haven't caught or whatever. You you're a genius, and all I can no, say is keep you. going, man, because you got you onto something, and you know it's just gonna take getting into the hands of the right person. You know, Tyler Perry, yeah. it don't take nothing for him to pick somebody up. And I honestly see you working with him just because of y'all whole style, the whole way you write scripts, you know, just the comedy side. I see it happening. So, you know, definitely praying on that for you. Definitely. Thank you. Now, 
Given the opportunity, what changes would you like to see in your community? Given the opportunity, what was the question again? Given the opportunity to make a change in your community, what changes would you like to see happen in your community? Um, oh, I never got that question before. Uh, what changes would I like to see in my community? That's a good question. Well, my community is not bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> I live in like the suburban area of Miami, so like, okay. it, it don't be nothing happening. But even the kids, I, I, you know, Bill, I would like to change the park that we have and like update it with better grass, better equipment for the kids to use, better basketball goals. I'll probably just make the park better for the kids and for families to come out and enjoy it instead okay. of how it is now. Okay. Yeah. That's good. So you I know how you so you live in suburban area. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> I mean like where they put the veterans at they came from World War Two. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so it's real chill. I mean, that's good. You don't have to worry about the gunshots, yeah. you know? <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes you want to get tough and pop off, but okay. it don't be nothing major. Nothing major. Just somebody trying yeah. to prove a point. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. What do you feel is your biggest downfall? Um, what do you feel is the biggest downfall in the black community? Uh, daddies. Daddies not being in their kids' life. Son's yeah. life. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. I see it that way too. And luckily, I was you know fortunate enough to have my dad in the house with me. And I I tell people you know I'm blessed because I had both parents there, but I also have friends and family members who parents weren't together. You know, and they didn't have that two parent household. And it does make a difference. That's not saying that a person who only has a mom only has a dad. You're not gonna make it. You're not gonna be crap. You can't do it, Jamie. You know, it's not saying that. It's just saying that you know a child shouldn't have to deal with just dealing with one parent. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, as a girl, there's certain things I can only talk to my mom about. And as a man, there's right. only certain things you can talk to your mom about that you need to talk about talk about to your dad. You know what I'm saying? And true right. enough, you can have uncles, you can have, you know, male figures in your life, but they're not daddy. You know what I'm saying? And definitely in this day and time where you can't really trust nobody, you know, at first you have to just worry about little girls being molested, but now you gotta worry about little boys being molested by dudes yeah. who... You know, they think, um, are they role models or somebody they can, you know, go in and vent to and talk to and, you know, somebody who's going to mentor them. And they doing all this stuff for them, not realizing they're trying to set them up, you know, to set them up. And it's sad. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're right. You're totally right. I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. So I, I definitely agree with, you know, the absent fathers, like, and I'm not just going to say black fathers, fathers in general need to step up. Right. You know, and it, even right. in that case, some mothers need to step up because you got some households where it's just single dads. And I think people mm-hmm. try to throw that to the wayside like, oh, it's just single moms, single moms. No, because there's some dads out here doing the same thing single moms doing. You know what right. I'm saying? Gi- giving right. it they all, giving it their best and trying to raise their children, make sure they go do right, do what they're supposed to do. You know, not become another statistic. statistic and be, you know, set up to go to jail or set up to be killed or in this gang thing or, you know, in these different things that have our people um, oppressed and, you know, um, you know, that is our downfall. And I feel like, you know, people don't really give fathers the credit they should have. You know, not all fathers are good, but hey, all mothers ain't good. You know, all mothers not there. But we don't talk about that. We just want to talk about the black dad that's not there. But, you know, it's a lot of black mamas who ain't there either. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know, I know. And it's not because, oh, I'm not there because, you know, like you said, your mom worked, she was traveling. That's different. Some of them just not right. there because ain't what they want to do, first off. Or, you know, some of them made a uh, decision of, I have this addiction. Or I have this XYZ going on. So, opposed to dragging my children through this struggle that I'm going through because of what I'm addicted to, I'd rather get them to my mom, my cousin. You know, I can understand that. But then, like I said, everybody just puts, puts it on the absent father. But there's a lot of absent mothers, too. And if we're going to yeah, be real, we're going to be real. If we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. If we're going to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. But... Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Absent fathers slash mothers. I definitely agree with that. Definitely. Definitely. Now, um, out of the many life lessons, and I'm sure you've encountered um, many, but which ones stick out most to you out of, life, out of your life lessons? What is one that sticks out most to you? Um, appreciate what they hear. My, my grandma passed, it was a life lesson for me. Like, it was like, I was always thinking my grandma was going to live forever. So, when she passed, it was like, wow, like, I didn't really, like, I was always on the go. I was always on the grind. I was always doing stuff. I was always busy. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I didn't really appreciate her to make her feel special. But she knew she, knew she was special in my heart. Yeah. But I feel like I didn't appreciate her enough. Mm-hmm. How she was appreciate me. How she was always there for me and my number one fan. I was always on the go, 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 and I was blinded with work. Yeah. So, it's just like, you know, I gotta, I gotta take, you know, people just appreciate people while they still here and like, appreciate life. Right. Because that was a big life lesson for me, like, just appreciate people because I was always moving, 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 moving. Yeah. And I'm trying to slow down. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm trying to, you know, trying to slow down to get it together, but just be, it's just be there, the grind, just be there, just be working and stuff like that. But you, I always, you know, let my child mother know I love her. Let my granddad, you know, I love him. My mama, my, any, anybody I come come across, I let look. I love you. Yeah. No matter what, I'm be there for you. I got you. Like stuff like that. But other right. than that, you just gotta appreciate people while they still living and still here and breathing. Definitely, I'm um I'm all I'm definitely with you when you say you gotta tell people you love them. I'm all for that. You know um. You know, and I, that's just me. I'm a, I'm a person. First off, I love my family. You know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever it is, what it is. You my family. I love you. Whether you my family by blood, DNA, or you just my family because you my family. But, you know, I love you in spite of, you know, in your wrong, indifferent, whatever, I love you. And I let people know that I'm not, I'm okay with expressing my feelings when it comes to that. Because people don't realize, like, you know, death is real. And at one point, we all going to have to face it. And I never want to get to a point where I've had situations where I wanted to say something to a person. I wanted to, you know, give them a hug, call them, do something. And I didn't follow my first mind and they passed away. You know what I'm saying? And then I felt bad because I'm like, God, dog, like, they ain't here now. So I can't tell them I love them. I can't go give them that hug. I can't go see them. I can't give them that call that I should have gave them. I can't do any, any of that. You know, so I'm making my business to, you know, reach out to people. Even... When I'm doing, you know, interviews like I'm doing an interview with you right now. You know, there's people that I link with who, since we first started the podcast, that I still call, text, hey, how you doing? You doing good? Is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything I can help advertise? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I'm here if you need me. Listen, I love you as my brother, as my sister. If you need me, let me know. You know? And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. 
Definitely. Now, what's one thing that keeps you pushing? My child. My oh. son. He keeps he keep me going, going all day, all night. How old is your son? He's two years old. Oh. Turning, turning three in February. My son just turned three, and I have an eight-year-old, oh. so I get it. Oh, Jesus, I'm praying for you. Pray my strength in the Lord. <laughs> Give me your prayers, too. I got you. Yeah, I got you keep you. me going. Yeah. Energy I never thought I had before. Yeah, right. I, I, look, I look at him and I'm like, okay, let me stop playing. Yeah. And I think that's too, like, you know, when you have, not just when you have kids, but definitely when you have kids, it gives you that more, you know, that energy that you feel like you couldn't have, you wouldn't have. When you look at your kids, it just gives you a little more, you know, energy, like, let me keep going. Because I'm going to tell you, there's times where I'm mad, tired, dog tired, and I have to keep pushing because I'm like, listen, I got two babies looking at me and I got to create a lifestyle for them that I didn't have. You know, I want them to know that there's it's possible. Anything is possible as long as you put your mind to it. I actually just came up with this quote that's called, um, that says, your dreams can only grow as big as you allow your mind to expand. Right? So, if you don't allow your mind, you know, to grow, if your mind is so stuck in one place where it's not, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, element where it can grow and expand, then your dreams aren't that big. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your dreams aren't that big. Your your mind should continue to grow with your dreams, you know? Because if you think you can be a president, you should be able to do it. If you think you can be a millionaire, heck, go and do it. If you think you can create an app, be a scientist, whatever, you should be able to do it because your mind should be in trained to expand. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Totally right. It should be there to expand, so I don't mind going hard. I be dog tired. I'm not gonna lie. I told uh, my husband last night. Was it last night? I was up. Uh, no, night before last because I had an interview, and um, I was so tired, but I would not go to bed because I was trying to get you know stuff done on uh, on Spotify, stuff done with Apple Podcasts, just you know legal stuff done with them, and sending out emails, setting up other interviews, getting some. I had to grade pack papers for my students for work. Had to write out some plays for my basketball team. Like, I was all over the place. I was tired. But it's it's it pays off. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel good to be productive. And I think that people live longer and have a longer lifestyle, went longer lifespan when they do more, opposed to just sitting and let life pass them by. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, now, the most important question of the night is what does black, bold, and beautiful mean to you? Um, proud black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> proud black people. Yeah. That's that's all. That's 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 what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. TP said it. Okay. That's what it is, and that's it. Definitely. Now, listen. We started a new thing here. Um, since we are on our third season, which is called Smash Pass Kill a Mary. Okay. 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 I'm gonna give you four people. You gonna tell me what you are gonna do with them? You ready? Oh uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm ready. All right. So, Smash Pass Kill or Mary, Cardi B, Portia off of Atlanta Housewives, Lisa Ray, and Megan Thee Stallion. Go. Um. I'll smash Lisa Ray. Okay. I'll pass on Cardi. Okay. And what's the next one? Kill. I don't know. 
Who, who, who was the last? The last two are Portia from Atlanta Housewives and Megan Thee Stallion. I killed Megan Thee Stallion. Stallion. What? Megan Stallion. What is her name? Is it's a smile. The smile gives me every time. It just makes me scared. Oh God! Not the smile. That smile is scary. <laughs> Wait a minute. How? How can your smile be scary? What's scary about it? Have you seen it? You didn't see that smile. You never seen her smile. Oh my God! Does it look like she's evil or? It's like she like she trying too hard. She's just straight gone. <laughs> I'm so done. I'm so done. I feel you. So I take it that you would marry Portia? Oh, uh, uh, Portia's not that pretty to me. I got weird taste. Really? My taste is weird. You got to pray for me and my taste. Oh, man. Portia is not. So let me ask who your, who is, who your type? My my baby mama is Okay. Um, I never seen no. it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm telling who my baby mama is. I'm oh. telling who my baby mama is. Um <laughs> I got a couple. Okay. But my first my very first baby mama, uh, I'm trying to put them all like I'm trying to put them all in order, trying to see who first. I got a couple, so I'm trying now to... Listen now, okay. don't, don't get in trouble, um, all right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I don't get in trouble. Um, uh, how can I put this? <laughs> uh, it's a tough decision. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get it together. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get it all together. Um, okay. I'm, okay, my baby mama is Regina Hall. What? You love Regina Hall? Yes, love my life. Are we together? Gee. You know what? You know what? Now that you say that, you know what? I just seen that picture where you, it was like, her, right? yeah, that you put your face on. <laughs> I seen that. I just seen that. I swear to you. Because yeah, I was awesome. showing somebody your page. <laughs> oh, I was showing my best friend your page because she never heard. She didn't know who you were. I'm like, how do you not know who he is? So I showed right, her your right. skits, and then I seen that picture. I was like, "This is a fool here," but yeah, That's I seen baby. that. I said he must see. I thought that that had to be your crush. That's my baby. Go ahead. Okay. I love him. Now, I love now, who else? Who else now? Um. Tell the people. I want to say just her. Everybody else, I got to sit them down. I'm trying to do better this year. I ain't trying to have any girlfriends this year. So look, come, come on now, do better. It's 2020. Yeah. Come on now, do better. You got to do better when you know better. Yeah, I gotta do better. I'm gonna do better. Well, just keep the one baby mama then. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my baby. She, she knows time to She knows time to I'm supposed to meet up with her for some dinner tonight. All right, then. Now, bring me a double bag. I don't know where y'all going. I got you. I got you. So make sure you bring me a double bag. Huh? But I said it's gonna be nasty by the time I get to you, but because you went for Port St. Lucie, but I got you. Listen, we're gonna warm that thing up and pray over it and keep it moving. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Listen, we're gonna warm that thing up and pray over it and keep it moving. Listen, man, I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with me doing the interview. Say hi to my co-host, Najee, because she wasn't able to attend. But say hi. Hello, Najee. <laughs> now, is there anything you would like the people to know? Any projects you're working on? Any oh, dates they should man. be looking at? Man, you got to pray for me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I started my new show, my new podcast show, Wednesday, called Talk Your Talk. Come every on, Wednesday. now. Yeah, it's every Wednesday. And, um... Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing a, t a college tour soon. I'm doing a college tour like in May. 
But, you know, all colleges around Florida. Um, I'm shooting a spoof movie called Bad Boys EBT Operations. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, keep praying for me. Um, number two is number 10 on the iTunes chart. My song number two. You better it's come on. Yeah, it's number, it's number 10. It's climbing up the charts. All right. Um, other than that, just stay tuned. I got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of good stuff coming up. So just stay tuned and you'll see. And I'll see you. You're going you know, to be excited and ready for it. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, can you go ahead and give your Instagram handle and all your social media handles so they can follow you? And y'all better um, follow him. Because he follow back. Yeah, I do. All my social media is TPMiller305. Or everything is up Facebook. My Facebook is TPMiller. You can like, it's a like page. Um, Twitter, everything else is TPMiller305. My YouTube, going to be more, more content on YouTube. So just be ready. Okay. And um, yeah, we 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 working this year. We gonna work for real this year. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you gonna have any shows coming down this way? Um, Port St. Lucie. I I gotta look. <laughs> it's cause I know y'all city like what like it's really like not that big, right? Wait, hold on now. You ain't gotta do us like that, all right? <laughs> you ain't got to, you ain't. <laughs> Wait a minute now. Tread lightly. centers and stuff like that they rent place out we have this new venue uh gosh what is it called i have to get you the information but that would probably be a really really dope place for you to do it um dang it what is it called i don't know i'll have to write you i'll have to text you and tell you what it is i gotta look it up but it's really dope um they got some really dope venues here now i know we we litter but you know we, we got some stuff to offer yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, we know. got some stuff to But yeah, listen, man, I definitely uh, appreciate you doing the uh, interview with me. I thank you for, you know, let, uh, just giving me a little bit of your time for the interview. Uh, no this being a pleasant interview, I definitely appreciate it. Understand that you got a forever sister in me. Um, yes, whatever and however I can support you, please let me know. Whatever um, advertisement you have, we will definitely advertise for you. Um yeah, but uh, we thank you, like I said, for your time. If you need anything, you have the number. And that's our interview, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. I appreciate the time. And thank you for having me. No problem. No problem. You have a great night. You too. All right. All right.